This episode is brought to you by Kia's first three-row all-electric SUV, the Kia EV9. With available all-wheel drive and seating for up to seven adults. With zero to 60 speed that thrills you one minute. And available lounge seats that unwind you the next. Visit kia.com slash EV9 to learn more. Ask your Kia dealer for availability. No system, no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver error and or driving conditions. Always drive safely. Welcome to Commando on Demand Insider with Kim Commando, your fast-paced weekly update straight from Kim's desk to your ears. I'm Mike James, and in just a bit, Kim talks with Carolyn Willman. Now, Carolyn is known as the contest queen. We've talked to Carolyn before, and she's raked in, listen to this, folks, over $250,000 by entering online contests based on what she calls a quantitative strategy. So she's going to share that with us today. She can enters over 100 sweepstakes in an hour-long sitting. Again, some of those secrets are coming up today. And also, our bonus question today is, well, it's uh, happened to everybody. You're at home working, doing your computer thing, and you realize that your signal is not strong enough to do what you do for example, if you're on a Zoom meeting and you realize that you just don't have enough bars on your Wi-Fi to have a Zoom meeting, so you have to run in the guest room and, and hook up wired to the router and you're sitting on the floor with your Zoom meeting. Okay, so it's just not really what it's cracked up to be or what it's supposed to be. How do you increase your internet in your home so you don't have to jump through all those hoops? Kim has that answer coming up today as well. And by the way, this is not the nationally syndicated Kim Commando show on over 400 radio stations nationwide and worldwide on American Forces Radio. Uh, Every ship at sea gets the Kim Commando show. The podcast version of the show is available at GetKim.com. And right now, you'll get a 30-day free trial if you use promo code Kim. So again, go to GetKim.com. Get on the Commando community so you can listen to the podcast and much more. Just use promo code KIM for your free 30-day trial. You are in for such a treat. Carolyn Wilman's going to be joining us in just a moment. And she calls herself, well, I'm the digital goddess, but Carolyn's the contest queen. She has raked in about $250,000 by entering online contests based on what she calls her quantitative strategy. And they see, that's what it is. You need to have a strategy because here's the deal. Carolyn can enter more than 200 sweepstakes in an hour-long sitting. Now, she's been on the Kim Commando show before, so she may be familiar to you. But we wanted to reach out to her, see how in this post-COVID-19 world that we're living in, if the online contest world has totally changed. Because let's just face it, if you are buying or selling any type of digital advertising, you can probably count on at least a 30% cut. So Carolyn, so happy to have you with us. And online contests used to be full of vacations and trips and cruises, but you know, taking a trip probably isn't on anyone's mind right now. So what kind of contests are you seeing online right now? Well, trips haven't completely disappeared because they've just pushed all the dates forward. So you'll see them and they're you know, maybe dated for the fall, but for uh, ones that were for now, they have disappeared. I actually entered one on the weekend and I went to read the rules and I messaged them because I had gotten their flyer in the mail and I said, hey, where's the contest? And they said, 
oh yeah, we postponed it because of COVID. I thought, oh no, they didn't even put that on their webpage. They should do that. The marketer in me always thinks they should be, you know, they got to communicate and be transparent when things like that happen. But yeah, they're disappearing. They're just canceling them for the uh, immediate. But some companies are getting clever and they're doing COVID contests. So last week I entered one because I have serious COVID hair. I haven't had a cut since December or a color since January. So I think oh, I might be no. a good tender to win. But um, yeah, so some companies are getting clever and using the current situation to their advantage. You know, always pivot. That's what they always teach you when you go to school in marketing, right? You got to pivot to whatever the situation is. And so they're they're getting clever. And, and that's true. You do have to pivot. And you've got to be able to think outside the box a little bit, especially when things like this happen. So let's talk about your strategy. So in an hour, you can enter more than 200 sweepstakes. But first, we have to find the good sweepstakes because – well, like anything, if you just Google something relating to money, you might just end up at a scam site. So how do you find the good sweepstakes sites? Well, I always suggest people go to either a sweepstakes newsletter or a sweepstakes aggregate because what they do is they bring all the promotions, legitimate promotions together, and they've done the hard work for you. You don't have to go out hunting for them. And so, and you know that they've already been legitimized because if you're paying, for a sweepstakes newsletter, they're not going to put something in there that's going to harm all their subscribers, right? So how, how much does it cost to get a sweepstakes newsletter? Um, some are very inexpensive. Um, I You know what? Each one is different, but I think one of them's like $55 a year. I mean, you can spend that easily in a couple of weeks at your favorite coffee shop if you get the fancy drinks. Now, what about what about the sweepstakes that you see on Facebook? Um, they could be okay because a lot of sponsors uh, do buy social media advertising and will pay to promote their sweepstakes. But it's going to be hard to come across them because you may not that you might not see them on your feed. So there might be something that you would like to win, but you never see the ad for it, or. If your friend shares it, you might be lucky enough to see it. But what if your friend isn't entering, you might not see it either. So probably, depending on what it is, it could very well be legitimate. Uh, but, you know, the, the key is to be to be organized. So if you do have a buddy that likes tender sweepstakes and they're always posting, then, yeah, go troll their feed. <laughs> see where they're going. See where they're going and maybe you can, you know, or you can have agreements with your friends. Hey, if I win these tickets or a trip or something, let's hope that gets back. I'm going to put it out there, put the energy to the universe that we will be doing that soon. That, hey, we could sh- we could share, we can go and you could always have your, your, you know, your plus one, which is fun. Okay, so you have all these sweepstakes sites, sites, and they have names like sweepstakes advantage and sweepstakes fanatics and win contests and yo winner. Okay, so then you narrow down the sweepstakes that you would like to enter, or in your case, it's probably all of them, right? Um, well, no, I'm picky too. I don't enter for anything and everything. Like, so when my daughter was little, I'd always enter for you know toys and things, and then of course now she's 18, I don't do that anymore. And then a friend friends are having babies so you know their kids are having babies so now i'm back to entering those because i want to use them as gifts 
which is fabulous. So, you know, one of the worst things you can do is when you're entering these sweepstakes is to use your primary email address. And that's one thing that I want to get across to people, because if you're entering a sweepstakes, if you read the terms and conditions, you're pretty much giving them carte blanche with all of your data, aren't you? Yeah, no, not any more different than any of the social sites. So I don't worry about it too much. But yeah, I I like to have a separate email address because then everything you're entering isn't clogging your feed. Right? So I have one for that I use for business and then one I have for just entering sweepstakes. And so that way, if I get a notification I won or I'm subscribed to a newsletter and they have a subscriber only sweepstakes, then I can find them quicker. And I know they're all in one spot. Which is, which is fabulous. And so do you take time to read the rules for these contests? That's my number one tip is always read the rules because if you're not reading the rules, how do you know if you're even eligible? You know, if it's only for one particular state and you don't live there and you enter, then you've just wasted your time in the sponsors. Um, you know, and what if it's, you know, they require you to submit a picture with your, um, with your entry. If you're not reading, you might not take the right kind of picture because you didn't read the rules. Or what if you enter it the day after it ends? Because sometimes sponsors don't get to the pages right away. You know, what if it ends at a weekend? Well, most marketers work Monday to Friday, <laughs> so it might not be taken down right away. So then you're wasting your time because you just entered something that was already over. So the the rules are always like pages and pages long. So are there, I guess, so you want to read like at least the first part of them. Is that where they put most of the qualifications in? Yeah. What I scan for, I, I learned to scan them because what I'm looking for is end date, who it's open to, and any other um, qualifications. So if they need a UPC code or I need some of them, I might have to buy two products and send in a receipt. Or if it's an expensive product, I'm looking for the no purchase entry option. If, you know, so there's lots of things you want to just scan for, but the key ones are when does it end and is it open to me? Oh, and how many times can you enter? That's the other one. Is it daily or is it once only? Or is it once per household? I can't tell you how many times in the past I've gotten so excited. I see a contest. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'd enter me. And then I enter, you know, when I was married, I'd enter my husband. And I'm like, oh yeah, I better read the rules. And I go read the rules and it says one per household. And I'm like, I just disqualified myself. <laughs> that's not yeah, good. That's not good. Hey, don't forget, if you've got a question about something digital, you can get Kim's unbiased advice, and it's advice that you can trust. America's digital pro, Kim Commando, and our nationally syndicated radio show. You just go to commander.com, and in the upper right-hand corner, click on the Be a Caller button. We're going to ask you your name and for a couple of details about your question, and then Manny will get in touch with you. We'll set up a time where you can be on the show, ask your question on the show. It is fun. You can call your friends and let them know that you're going to be on the show, and that's, again, the Be a Caller button in the upper right at commando.com. And just ahead, more of Kim's conversation with Carolyn Willman, the contest queen, including what are some of the secrets to winning online and how do you find a good aggregator of prizes? 
and some of the best prizes Carolyn has ever won. Again, that's coming up and later on, how to increase the internet, the Wi-Fi in your home on Commando On Demand Insider. Since our founding in 2000, we at the Center for Internet Security have always had one mission. It's to create confidence in the connected world for people, businesses, and governments. As a nonprofit, we do this by drawing upon our core competencies of collaboration and innovation. The world is changing, cyber threats are evolving, and IT resources are limited. All you want is a way to strengthen your cybersecurity programs efficiently and effectively. Let CIS help you with these efforts. We use a consensus-based process involving IT professionals from around the world to develop and maintain security best practices. These resources are proven to defend systems and data against threats, both on-premises and in the cloud. We also strive to help organizations of every size and maturity strengthen their cybersecurity programs. This includes serving U.S. state, local, tribal, and territorial government organizations. At CIS, we're all about making the connected world a safer place. Visit our website to learn more. So, okay, so you find all these sweepstakes and you're using these aggregators and you have a different email address. And now how do you enter all these contests? I mean, because you enter what, more than 200 sweepstakes in an hour? That's amazing. It's it's about, it's closer to about a hundred. Yes, it's, it's to be organized. So if it's, there's, I have categories and I bookmark them all. And that's the key is to be organized. So yes, it's easy to find them, which is using the aggregators. But the next step in what I teach is to be organized. So I use bookmarks. So I have folders. One is I call every day, which means I could win something instantly right now because there's a lot of promotions that are giving away a grand prize of XYZ. But you could instantly win a secondary prize. So I make sure I enter those first because I might win right now. I don't know. You got to, you got to try. Then I have my date. You can't win. You don't know unless you win, right? Yeah. I mean, unless you enter, you don't know if you're going to win. Then I have the one that I call my top 10, even though there's more than top 10 in the (laughs) folder, even though there's more than 10 in the folder, because they're my biggies. They're the ones I really want to win. So if I'm focusing on a trip or you might decide that your house really needs new kitchen appliances. So you're going to put those ones in there or you're, you might be gunning for a car. So you might put all those in first. And that way, if there's a day that you're busy, and you only have 10 minutes to enter, those are the ones you're going to enter because that's where you want to focus your time, right? If you're, if you're going to spend your time, why are you going to enter for movie passes or a car if it's going to take the same amount of time? Which, you know, that makes a lot of sense. But, you know, when you start looking at some of these contests, is it better to enter a smaller contest where not too many people know about it? And how do you find those? Because it seems like the odds of that would be better than this humongous contest that's being put on by a big brand. Right. So it's, it is a numbers game. So the other thing I recommend people do is go to all their locals uh, media. So for example, I have a list called Weeklies, and it's all my local radio stations, television stations, magazines, you know, whatnot, things that are around me. So only people in my area are going to enter those because you, you, a lot of times, for say, example, the radio stations, you have to drive down and pick up your prize. So if 
you you have to be within driving distance to get it or sometimes rules for say sporting events at your local if you live near a major city you have to be able to drive to the venue to the to the arena or the you know theater or whatever it is so it cuts down the circle. So I have a list of weeklies and I go and a lot of times the smaller contests don't end up in the aggregates, which is why I recommend people go and look at their local areas because that's another way to start winning because you've narrowed the entry pool down to whatever is around you. Which, you know, that makes a lot of sense. So when you're looking at your bookmarks right now, Tell us about some contests that, like, if you won, you'd be, like, super excited about. Well, I keep everything. A lot of my stuff has been canceled. I'm so sad. I would really like a trip. I would like them to come back because I like to travel more than anything. So my passport's collecting dust, and I'm very sad. And I've, you know, the number one thing on my bucket list is a car. So I have been entering for those. I have yet to win a car. I've been doing this for almost 20 years, and I haven't won my first. I'm going to say it this way. I haven't won my first car yet. Because <laughs> <laughs> we want, we want, we're throwing out positive vibes into the universe. So we are. And I think that's actually part of it, believe it or not. Because if you think, I don't know why I'm wasting my time entering these sweepstakes. Well, I think that's just telling the universe you really don't want to win. No, we won't. We all want to be a winner. Okay, so I get all my contests and my sweepstakes and I have all my bookmarks and I have my positive uh, attitude and my my perfect candle to put this right incense in the room. And, (laughs) And I've got my Buddha and my cross and anything else that I might believe in including a rock, if that's my, my bag. Um, right. So how do I enter, how do I put all this information into those forms? Are you using a form filler type of app? Well, you can. Some Most people start with autofill, which is the feature that comes on every browser. All the browsers have it. And it's where you, when you frequently come to certain fields, if you start typing your name, the rest of your name will automatically pop up. And you can hit it, and it will generally fill the fields, most of them. And so then you can go through, and, and that's how a lot of people start, is by using the autofill. My favorite program is something called RoboForm. It was actually designed as a password manager, and there's a forms feature in it, and it will automatically fill forms that you can then save in the program, which makes it really handy. Gosh, yeah, I'll tell you. And, you know, just so you know, RoboForm is actually a sponsor of our website. So uh, if they use promo code Kim, I think they're going to save 50% if you're listening. It's, it's It's a really good product. It does a lot of great things. Yeah, so you can use it for sweepstakes. And, of course, I run my own business. I can't, I think I have 700 passwords in there. I would never remember all of those. So it's it's really beneficial. So, Carolyn, if I want to be like you and I want to be a contest queen, how much time a day do I need to really put forth and really focus on? The, the big winners tend to spend about an hour. Some people who are doing this to supplement their lifestyles will, will spend more time. And people that are just starting out, I do recommend a little more time because they're going to be entering slower as they learn the ropes. So I always remind people there's a learning curve. 
when you're starting. So don't get frustrated with yourself as you learn and just go slow. And even if you aren't entering as many at the beginning, once you, you know, you get your feet wet and you get the hang of it. So in the end, once you've got a system in place and you're comfortable, it should be, I say an average about an hour. No, that's not bad. So uh, one last question. What's the, tell us some of the greatest things that you've won. Oh, the best things to me are experiential trips because things that you wouldn't, you can't go out and buy. So my favorite trip is when we went to the Harry Potter set when they were still filming the movies and we got to dress up in costumes and we had dinner on the tables. Of course, they didn't have the enchanted candles. I was so disappointed. It's all scaffolding and lights. <laughs> oh. uh, we got to go to the, I know, we got to the Olympics, which would not have been the Winter Olympics when they were in Vancouver. We wouldn't, that would never be in our realm. Just things that are not part of your everyday life. I got to meet Sting. Oh, did that you? That was cool. Yeah. Just different celebrities. There's a few others, but he's my favorite. And just the things that you just, you know, in your everyday walk of life just aren't going to happen. And those are my favorites. Yeah, I think my my favorite would be an experience, too. I mean, because that would just be phenomenal to be able to meet Sting or go to the Olympics and, you know, good things like that. You know, so appreciate you being here, Carolyn, and maybe a few of our our listeners will win big prizes all because of you and your advice. Thanks again. Oh, I love it. And I want them to email me when they win. I love getting letters like that emails or, you know, a shout out on social saying, oh my gosh, I won this. I get so excited for other people. It's so fun. If you love the digital lifestyle and love keeping up with all the breaking tech news and security alerts and data breaches so you can tell your friends and family kind of what's going on and what to watch out for, we've got you covered with the Commando newsletters. They keep you right up to date and you can get yours at commando.com, which is K-O-M-A-N-D-O. And on the top, click on the get the newsletter button. And it's a double opt-in, so we'll send you an email to make sure that you want the newsletters, and then you've got them. We've got also specialty newsletters about Apple and Android, many, many others, including The Current, which is just what it says. It keeps you up to date on what's going on, and there is no advertising in The Current. It is read it just as you get it. And again, that's at commando.com, K-O-M-A-N-D-O.com. Try it out and see if you like it. We believe you will. It's at commando.com, K-O-M-A-N-D-O. All right, coming up, it's happened to everybody. You realize the old Wi-Fi just ain't what it used to be or supposed to be. And so you have to run around trying to get a good signal. And especially as we work from home, this is not a good thing. So what do you do? Uh, Kim has that answer coming up next on Commando on Demand Insider. Uh, Scott in Norman, Oklahoma. Hi there, Scott. Hey, Kim. Uh, I've listened to you for a long time, well, since before Y2K, and uh, I can really appreciate uh, being being in medicine. I can appreciate the uh, uh, technology in medicine um, keeping up you know, like taking a drink from a fire hydrant and, um, and I can appreciate how much time you put into keeping us all up to date. Oh, well, thank you. It's, you know, but I really like what I do. You know, I don't think I could, I mean, but, I certainly don't want to do politics and I will leave it at that. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> 
<laughs> right. So <laughs> well, listen, I have a I have a problem at uh, my home. Uh, it's about uh, four thousand square feet, and I have a uh, what I think is a, a pretty decent uh, wireless router. Uh, that's what I was sold, and, um, and we're just not getting the speeds that. Uh, I was hoping for, and there's a lot of dead spots in the house and can't really reach out to the patio. Uh-huh. Uh, and we're also going to get uh, fiber optics. I mean, it's in the neighborhood now. Ooh, so, nice. That's nice. So uh-huh. I want your advice on, on uh, you know, what the best thing is. I, I've, I've even tried the uh, range extenders. They don't seem to work very well, and they're expensive. And, I mean, I'm getting speeds of like 170 megabits, and we're paying for more than that. Sure. Well, first of all, make make sure that when the fiber optic comes in that you have the right modem, because uh, if you don't have a DOCSIS remodem, I don't know if it's going to be able to take advantage of those speeds, okay? Um, the next step is, and I'm going to tell you about this, and this is how I fixed my Wi-Fi, and they're not a sponsor right now. They have been a sponsor, and I, I think they're coming back. But I was having a similar issue. Um, when you get above 2,500 square feet in a home, it becomes incredibly difficult for you to start maximizing your internet in various places. Because, you know, the router only goes to some point, and then you get an extender, then the extender, and then it's almost like you're leapfrogging, right? And trying to figure right. it out. And then sometimes it also feels like whack-a-mole, you know, like, what am I doing here, you know? <laughs> So there's a, there's a networking standard called a mesh network. And instead of the, instead of the internet going from this point to this point to this point, let's say you're in the kitchen and you have, uh, you have what's called a beacon in the kitchen. And now you go to the back patio and you have your phone with you or your, your iPad or your tablet, whatever it may be. Well, with a mesh network, everything becomes an extender. Okay, so it's not like we're leapfrogging anymore. Everything is an extender. So whether it's your phone, whether it's your smart enabled TV or your camera, whatever it is, everything is going to take that signal and then try to push it to the next spot. Okay, Uh, the company that I use and I I, again, I bought their product two years ago before because I was having issues. The product that I bought was Eero. So. What you want is is what they have a package for homes that up to 5,000 feet, okay? You get one Eero Pro and two Eero Beacons, okay? And the, the, the Eero Pro is going to plug into your modem, your modem slash router, whatever you have. So you don't, you're not getting rid of that. You're just going to replace all the extenders that are inside of the, the home itself. And so um, I'm going to have Manny give you a link to this so that this way you can check it out. And, I, you know, you can try all the extenders you want, but once you get over that magical 2,500 square feet, you really need to look at a mesh network. And, Scott, thank you for your call. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to subscribe if you haven't already. You'd get these podcasts delivered to your device automatically every time. To do that, just go to your favorite podcast player, Android or Apple, and search for K-O-M-A-N-D-O. Once you find us, there's the Commando On Demand podcast. And then don't forget the Consumer Tech Update podcast, which is where you get all the latest news every Monday through Friday. And we thank you again. We'll see you next time. And here now, it's Kim with some final thoughts. If you want to hear the music stored on your device and not use headphones, you need a speaker. Smart speakers such as Apple's HomePod and Amazon's Echo always listen to everything around them. 
The creep factor was so great, I got rid of them all, except for one. Don't get me wrong, smart speaker sound quality is great, but they're listening. Here's the solution. Bluetooth speakers. They have a small footprint and a big full sound. Easily pair with your device. Best of all, they don't listen in. Look for these brands. Sony's SRX XB32, the Tidbit X Sound Go, and the UE Wonderboom 2. My favorite, JBL's Extreme 2. They're all priced at under 100 bucks, except for the JBL. It's $250. i am Kim Commando. 